Welcome to the Best of Me podcast. Hey, I'm Angela, a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur. I help moms find their passions, figure out their goals, and follow their dreams. Every person has a different story of where they've been, where they are, and where they're going. I will share my story of how I learned to be the best of me, and I will bring on guests to share their expertise. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have some fun along the way. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Best of Me podcast. I am really excited about today's guest. Her name is Emily Kessler, and she's going to teach us or give us some very thoughtful information about meditation. I have been wanting to learn meditation and been struggling of sitting down and sitting still. And I learned a lot from this conversation. And at the end, she has a quick um, meditation practice that you can do as well. So it's a very fun conversation to have, and I hope you enjoy. She um, found a meditation and teaches meditation, and she found it seven years ago on a trip in Asia. And she's been teaching it over the past couple of years um, to individuals, small groups, corporations. And can you just tell me a little more about your story? Sure. Um, so I, as I said, I, I found meditation about seven years ago. I was traveling solo through Asia at the time, and I had just quit my job in the music industry. Uh, I was 27 years old, and I was kind of living out this dream of traveling abroad and living abroad. I didn't end up going abroad in college and really wished that I had. And so I finally reached this point, you know, three or four years into my career where I just said to myself, you know, if I don't, if I don't go now, I may never go. And mm -hmm. so I quit my job and I, I bought a one-way ticket and I ended up traveling solo throughout Australia and Asia for about a year. And during that time, I was exposed to a lot of different kinds of meditation. And it was really the first time that I was exposed to meditation in a way that really resonated with me. I'd kind of heard about it or heard people talk about it, but I'd never had um, a really impactful experience with it. And throughout that year, I found a lot of peace. Um, I, I didn't have a job. And so I didn't have the stress of a job or sort of a normal life. And I really, I really found a sense of peace that I hadn't really found before. And when I got back from traveling, I was sort of thrown right back into work. I started a new job immediately. I moved to New York City, which is like the epicenter of yeah. stress, um, where I actually still live, but I, I've learned how to handle it better. Um, but when I moved to New York, I was, yeah, thrown right back into the career, right back into the stress. And, and the stress just immediately returned. Any sort of peace or stillness or calm that I had found throughout that year, it felt like it was just wiped off the map immediately. And so when this happened, I started remembering, you know, how I felt when I was traveling and, you know, the fact that I really felt there was something to this meditation thing. And so I started looking into different ways and places that I could meditate in New York um, because a lot of the practices I had learned in Asia didn't feel that accessible once I got back to my life. Mm -hmm. So I made the time to learn with a teacher. I learned a mantra meditation technique, which is similar to the one that I now teach and I still practice it. And when I learned this technique, it was just such a game changer. Um, I, I immediately felt sort of that sense of calm and that sort of undercurrent 
of less stress just return. And it blew me away. Um, and I had been practicing daily since the day that I learned with this teacher, which was uh, a little over four years ago. Um, and I became certified to teach the same style of meditation about two years ago because I really feel like these tools are so helpful. And a lot of times people look at meditation or hear about meditation and think that it's too spiritual or too out there, or maybe it's not for them. And I had a lot of those same beliefs. Um, so I'm really kind of on this mission to show people that it can be really simple. It can be you know, backed in science. There doesn't have to be a religious or spiritual quality to it. And they're really just helpful tools for life. So um, I still have, you know, a full-time job in the music industry. I still have a lot of the same stress, but the way that I respond to it is really different now because of my practice. And so I like to help people um, find tools to manage that same stress. Perfect. That's awesome. It's awesome when you can find that passion and that um, um, that you're excited about. And so this is a podcast really for moms that have been being moms for quite some time, like kids are older or out of the house and they are like kind of about ready or transitioning into like a new mom role. Um, I find myself, I was very much in that same position or still am in that same position and really kind of like kind of felt lost and was stuck in really wasn't sure where to go. And so I have found out just trying new things and different things to see what you kind of like, because for many years now, as a mom, you're like, what's the kids doing? Where do I need to go? Like, like you know, the, the, the kids, the husband, everybody, but yourself. And so I've really been focusing on um, trying to find what it's good for me and for, for what I like. And so I have like kind of looked into meditation and, um, and I have tried to do it, but it is, it's, you know, kind of like hard and like the, the meditation that you do is like, you're supposed to like blank your mind and you just like, how do you do all that stuff? So just going to the basic, like what is meditation and what are the benefits of meditation? Um, and just kind of starting at the basics and going from there for someone that is totally new to meditation. Yeah. So meditation is really bringing your attention to something specific. Um, this can be done in a lot of different ways. There is a lot of thought around meditation as just sort of a, a, a man dressed in robes, sitting cross-legged, you know, clearing his mind and closing his eyes. And this is kind of the image that we've been fed in the media, but there's so many different kinds of meditation. Um, there is eyes closed meditation, seated, there's eyes open meditation, there are walking meditations, chanting meditations, Zen meditation, concentration techniques. The category of meditation is so broad. Um, it's like the category of exercise. There's spin, there's bar, there's Pilates, there's running, and you find the, this kind of exercise that sort of jives with you, that you connect with. And it's the same with meditation. Um, so when we're practicing meditation, we are bringing our awareness to something specific. This is training the attention to come to something specific, whether it's guidance, a sound, uh, your breath, or something that the, the meditation instructor is asking you to focus on. It is bringing the awareness to something in this moment. So oftentimes, 
um, when we are living our normal everyday lives, the mind is not in the present moment. It's very rarely focused on what we're actually doing or experiencing in this moment. Most of the time, the mind is either far in the future or far in the past. And in the future, we tend to feel a lot of challenging emotions and think a lot of challenging thoughts, things that might go wrong, things that we're worried about, things we feel anxiety about. We sort of catastrophize the worst situations that could happen and we think of them and we think of what that'll cause in the future. It'll cause pain and worry and frustration. And when the mind is in the past, we're oftentimes ruminating on a situation that we wish had gone differently, or we're thinking about something that caused us grief or pain. And so when we're able to train the mind through meditation, through these practices to stay more in the present moment, we often find a great deal of happiness and joy and peace and feelings of calm. So meditation helps us train the mind to stay present. And it, it does this in a variety of different ways, um, like I mentioned. And as we're doing this, as we're training the mind to stay present, there's a handful of physiological things that happen in the body that also sort of promote this feeling of calm, this feeling of well-being. Um, our blood pressure drops, our heart rate slows down, our digestive and reproductive systems strengthen, um, our immune system strengthens, our breath becomes deeper, um, less shallow, less rapid, and we start to get dopamine and serotonin. These are chemicals responsible for a general feeling of happiness and well-being. And we start to reduce the amount of cortisol, which is the stress hormone in our bodies. And all of these things contribute to us feeling healthier and happier. Um, and, you know, training the mind over time with meditation to stay present helps us increase our concentration and our focus our productivity, um, our creativity. So all of these really beautiful things start to kind of sprout from from sort of this really simple practice. It's very interesting because I didn't, I've always really thought meditation was that cross your legs, sitting still and like totally um, like blanking on your mind. <laughs> and for someone that's always thinking, it's like really hard to ever get to that that spark. If someone wanted to get started, what would you recommend? Like, how would you recommend someone that doesn't know nothing about um, meditation, how to get started? Yeah, there's so many great resources. Um, the first thing I'll say before I get into kind of how to start and resources is I love what you said about you, you thought it was just sitting down and, and blanking out your mind and that that felt really challenging and felt really difficult. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Um, it is really difficult to clear the mind. And that's actually not what we're trying to do in meditation. There's this big misconception that the point of meditation is to clear the mind. But really, the point of meditation is to notice that the mind is really busy and return to the meditation anyways. Uh -huh. To notice that the mind has been distracted and bring yourself back. And it's this process over and over and over of realizing that you've been distracted by a thought, the to-do list, or something that you said last night, or a party that's coming up, or something that you're stressed about. To notice that you've been distracted, realize it, 
and then bring yourself back to the meditation, whether it's a guided meditation you're listening to, a sound-based meditation, whether you're supposed to be listening to the breath, whatever the point of the meditation is, Mm -hmm. all we have to do is notice we've been distracted and gently bring ourselves back to the meditation. And it's this process of noticing we've been distracted and coming back that actually trains the mind over time to stay more present. And the mind becomes less distractible. The mind becomes quieter. Um, But this is a process, you know? It's like going Mm -hmm. to the gym. If you just go to the gym for the first day and you run a mile on the treadmill, you're going to be totally gassed. You're going to be exhausted. It's going to be hard. You're going to be panting. But over time, you train your body and you run every day or, you know, a few times a week, you start to get stronger. And, you know, in three or four months, running that mile is like cake. It's easy. You've trained the body to get there. And so we do the same thing with the mind. And I think a lot of people get turned off by meditation because they sit down, they try it a few times. They're like, my mind's chaotic. Like I'm throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. And that would be like going to the gym and staying, saying, well, I'm not strong enough, so I'm just going to leave. The point is that we're there to get stronger. The point with meditation is that we're there to use these mental exercises to train the mind. So it's a slow process and it really um, builds over time. But the first thing I would say to new meditators is, is just don't give up right away. Um, this is, this is a, a process. It's a practice. That's why we call it a practice. So um, especially when we first start, the brain and the mind is so busy. And so when we sit down and close our eyes, it's going to go nuts. And we just know to expect this. The brain thinks. That's what it does. And so we just notice it. We say, wow, my brain is really busy today. Okay, back to the meditation. And we're just really gentle with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are a handful of amazing meditation apps Um, There's a lot of good free ones. One of my favorites is called Insight Timer. It is uh, a free app, has tons of guided meditations for all different types of things that you could want to do. Another one called Superhuman is a great app. This one is a paid app, but they have lots of different styles. So they have cooking meditations, commuting meditations, getting ready for the night out meditations, anything you could think of, they have a meditation for it. Can I ask you, like, as you said it a couple times now, like a cooking meditation, like, like what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Meditations that are, have us doing things are really about being present to what we're doing. So a cooking meditation, for example, would have you take out everything that you're going to put into the meal and kind of like look over all the produce and all the ingredients that you're going to put in the meal. And then it would instruct you, okay, now now slowly wash all the produce that you're going to use, paying attention to the color and the shape and how amazing it is that we have access to all of these different vegetables. Okay, now we're going to chop each thing. And as we chop it, we're really paying attention to each you know knife stroke that we're taking. We're seeing how over time, this whole cucumber becomes this like beautiful array of little pieces. Okay, now we're going to put it in here. We're going to pay attention to the smells and the textures. You know, instead of chaotically cooking a meal while we're trying to do 10 other things, we're just present to the fact that mm-hmm. we're cooking. Um, this helps us train our minds to be more present. It would be the same thing with a walking meditation. We would put our phone in our pocket. We wouldn't be listening to a podcast. We wouldn't be texting. We'd put the phone away. We'd go for the walk and we'd think to ourselves, wow, what an amazing sight that is, that beautiful tree, the way the sun's hitting it. 
oh, wow, I hear the birds. You know, we're using all of our senses. We're really present to the walk that we're on. You know, maybe we get a waft of, you know, a bakery that we walk past and we really enjoy that smell. It's just being present to our lives really is the point of meditation being present to what's happening. Because when we take a moment to really be present, we really start to notice just how much magnificence and beauty is actually around us that we're oftentimes just not really noticing because we're so distracted. So it's this idea of of maintaining and enhancing our ability to be in the present moment. That's very interesting. I've never heard that. And I think that's very interesting. So I mean, I have even done some research on meditation in here and there, but I've never heard of that, like cooking meditation and walking meditation. So that's interesting. Yeah, there's great, you know, there's great shower meditations. There's literally a meditation for anything. There's amazing meditations to fall asleep at night. Um, And there's also amazing meditations to work through things. So finding clarity for something, working through an issue you're struggling with, you know, figuring out what's next. There's tons of guided prompts that you can listen to in meditation, sort of in that deeper state that can help um, help you work through things as well. So you can also utilize meditation as sort of a, a creative tool as well. Mm-hmm. So those like getting started, just using those apps and uh, would you recommend like, you know, a like a time or a limit or um, like, you know, I always say like when you're trying to do something new, like baby steps is always a good way to start it, to just start really small. So would your recommendation be like even just a couple minutes or just like once a day, once a week, what is like a recommendation of really kind of getting started? Because I always feel like sometimes, and I know, I know other people are like this too, but like, it's like, you got to go, you got to go all out. So you're going to go like, I'm going to do it for an hour. And then you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So like, what is your recommendations for that? Definitely start so small. I think that we can tend to get just so overwhelmed when we think about it and think about all the different meditations and how long should I be doing it for and how should I sit? And I think what we ought to do is just start so small, you know, two, three minutes, um, five minutes if that feels good, sitting somewhere comfortably. So sitting on a couch that has some back support in a chair Um, propped up in bed. You can even lay down. I think this idea that we have to be uncomfortable to meditate is, is kind of passe. I think that we can sit comfortably and, you know, try setting a, a gentle timer on your phone. Nothing that's too intense because our alarms or crazy timers can actually make us feel more stressed, but a gentle timer, set it for two or three minutes, sit comfortably, take a few deep breaths and just notice how you're feeling. And breathe in and out at your own pace, however feels good, and follow the breath. Follow it in and follow it out. And when you notice that you've been distracted, which will happen, it's not an if, it's a when. When you get distracted, when you start to think something else, you just realize, oh, I'm thinking about the to-do list. Okay, back to the breath, in and out. And then you'll get distracted again, and you'll consider it no big deal, and you'll come back to the breath. And then you'll get distracted again and you'll consider it to be no problem and you'll come back to the breath. And then eventually the timer will go off. You'll take one last big deep breath and you'll open your eyes and see how you feel. And this process of being distracted and coming back, the gentler we can be with ourselves, 
the less we can beat ourselves up and say, I can't believe you were thinking about that. How dare you be thinking about that during Mm -hmm. meditation? The less we can do of that and the more kindness and empathy we can bring to ourselves as we do this practice, the better. That's the real point of meditation is being kind to ourselves. So we will get distracted. Thoughts will come. We'll feel challenging sensations and emotions and feelings. This is all so normal. And our only job when we realize we're thinking other thoughts or we've been distracted is we just very gently and nicely bring ourselves back. And we practice this. We see how we start to feel. We see how we feel right after. We see how we start to feel in our lives. Um, But yeah, starting small, two or three minutes, gentle timer, noticing the breath or putting on a guided meditation, Um, trying a couple different guided meditations, finding Mm -hmm. teachers that you like, date around, see different teachers, try different teachers, see who resonates with you um, is, is where I recommend starting. So I really like the advice is that you are going to straight away because I always felt like I when I first start when I would sit down and try to do this I'd be like I'm doing it wrong because I always go back to my I'm like I'm doing it wrong why can't I do it I why can't I just concentrate and I'm always running a hundred miles a minute in a ways and I'm like why can't I just sit still like this for five minutes and so I think the permission that you will. I think that is great advice that you are going to get distracted and you just need to keep coming back. And I also like how you say that it takes practice. We're not good at it right away or the first time you do something. And I think that it's a good reminder to tell people because I think we just always expect or like, oh, I should be good at this. This shouldn't be that hard. We expect to be experts off the bat at everything. We're so mean to ourselves when we try to learn something new. Um, I've recently been learning how to play the guitar and it's very challenging and I'm very bad at it. And it's been a great process of, of learning something new and remembering that it's just okay to be a beginner, that it's Mm -hmm. fine to be bad at something for a while, that there's no problem with it, that I don't have to be an expert right away. And I think that this is one of the main things with meditation. If we can just find the compassion for ourselves to just let ourselves be new at something. Just let ourselves be brand new, a total beginner, feel like we don't have it figured out, but try it anyway. Um, This also just helps build a lot of resilience and a lot of self-compassion for ourselves the more that we can do it. I think that's a good life advice, like, like to be like, it's okay to be new at something. It's not okay to always be perfect. I I think um, when doing something new, it's really always hard to like, you know, like, I'm going to start something new, but how do you make it a habit? How do you make it like, I'm going to do this every day and I'm going to get it, especially when you feel like you're struggling. I know a lot of people, myself included, um, that just kind of want to give up or I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do it today. I'll just do it tomorrow. I'm busy. I got something else going on. How do you do this and how have you done this and make it into a habit? Yeah. So I think the first thing is being realistic with ourselves about how much time we want to devote to it. So Mm -hmm. of course, I believe that meditating for a few minutes every single day is the best But maybe when you're starting out or you're trying something new, what you want to commit to is I'm going to meditate twice a week. Um, It doesn't have to be every day. I really think that consistency is better than quantity. So it's better to meditate three days a week every week than meditate every day for one week and then completely fall off. 
So I really think it's about consistency. So I think first it's choosing a schedule that feels realistic for your life. So if you're really busy and you really think, okay, I think I can meditate five minutes a day, three times a week. This is what I'm going to commit to. So the first thing is you kind of make the commitment. This is what I want to do. And I believe it's very helpful to tell people in your life what you're doing. Because when we share it with people we love, or even better, if we share it on social media, we have that that social accountability for it. We've told people, this is what I'm doing. And we can tell the people that we love, hey, check in with me. Ask me how my meditation is going. Act, like, you know, help, help hold me accountable a little. So finding the right schedule for you, telling people in your life. And then when it comes to the day-to-day, um, what we want to try to do is we want to try to do it around the same time every day if we can. That helps us set some routine and some habit to it. And then one of the most important things is after we do it, we want to reward ourselves. So we are not that complex of animals. We respond very well to reward and the brain responds really well to reward because what happens when we reward ourselves after doing something new is we get a release of dopamine and serotonin and it signals to the brain that the thing we just did is good, that we want to do it again. So it helps us create this pathway in the brain that keeps us coming back to meditation. So say we want to meditate three days a week for 10 minutes each time. After we do our 10-minute meditation, maybe we do it in the morning every day. After we do our 10-minute meditation, we reward ourselves right after. Maybe it's making a hot cup of coffee. Maybe it's listening to our favorite podcast or going for a walk. Something that's going to feel good in the body and the mind, something that brings us joy, we attach it to our meditation so that the two go hand in hand. And this really helps us build a habit. So figuring out the schedule, telling people in your life what you're doing so they can help hold you accountable trying to do it at the same time every day and then rewarding ourselves after. And maybe the biggest one is to not berate ourselves when we miss a day. You know, this doesn't help. We've already missed the day. We don't need to make ourselves feel worse. What we can do in that situation is, wow, you know, I missed today. I really wanted to do it. I said I was going to do it and I didn't. Let me think about what happened today that enabled me to not be able to do it. How can I not repeat that in the future? And let me make sure I get it tomorrow. The best thing is always just starting again, not getting stuck or caught up in the, oh, I can't believe I didn't do it. I'm the worst. Maybe I should give up. No, we just start right again the next day. So um, like what has meditation brought to your life? Like before like you started meditating to after, like how has it changed your life? I mean, it has truly changed every facet of my life, which is honestly not an overstatement. It's It's changed everything. I think that the main thing it's done is pre-meditation, I always felt like my emotions were quite erratic. Um, mm-hmm. I got angry very easily. I got stressed mm-hmm. easily. I got felt overwhelmed easily. I, um, my, my baseline was just sort of stressed. I was sort of mm-hmm. reactive. And what I think this daily practice has done is really it's taken my baseline to a different level. So my sort of everyday level of operating as a human being is way less stressed, less anxious, less reactive. I feel so much more even keeled. Um, And I also feel like the positive emotions, you know, joy and calmness and 
excitement and love and laughter, all those things are just more easily accessible because instead of operating in the red zone of stress, I'm already back up in this green zone. And so it's easier to go even higher and feel those more positive emotions more easily. Um, I have found it to really change my relationship to myself. Um, You know, every day in meditation, you sit down and a lot of, you know, negative and self-critical thoughts can come up. And in meditation, we practice realizing that we're thinking those thoughts and returning back to our meditation and not letting them derail us. And so when I'm in my life with my eyes open and those same thoughts come up, I now have this ability to return back to what I was doing and not let those thoughts, you know, take me for a ride for the whole day. So I think that it really, it like, it changes our body chemistry from the inside out. It changes the way that we feel in our bodies and it changes the way we feel in our own minds. And, you know, mental clarity, concentration, focus, memory, my memory has gotten better, um, creativity, procrastinate less, um, deeper relationships with myself, with other people, much better sleep, getting sick less. I mean, the list, the list really goes on. But I think the main thing is that it, it changes the way that we relate to external stress because we've changed our internal environment. And so the same stress can come in, but the way that we respond to it is different because we're different. And um, I asked that question just so people can realize there is like a benefit to it, but how long did it take you to start seeing a benefit? We talked about baby steps and to go at it slowly, but how long did you, when you started doing a daily practice, did you started really kind of seeing some benefit? Was it right away or did it take a while? I noticed better sleep in the first few days. Um, okay. I would say that it, it does sort of build upon itself. What I will say is that oftentimes when we first start meditating, when we first open our eyes right after the meditation, we often feel really good. We feel clearer. We feel calmer. We feel more relaxed. And this feeling doesn't last that long. Um, if we do a 10 minute meditation, maybe we feel amazing for an hour. And then it's kind of right back to the stress. And what happens with daily practice is that feeling you get after the meditation just starts to stretch longer and longer and longer until eventually it's just how you feel all of the time. So I, I think that it's you start to see a lot of students will start to see positive benefits really in the first week. Um, just allowing our bodies and our minds to slow down and recover from the constant incoming stress that we feel can be really beneficial in the first little while. And then, you know, a couple months in, you should really be seeing some pretty massive changes. Okay. I mean, I think it's good to know that, um, you know, like sometimes you don't see things right away versus you do. And you, and I know for me, it's like almost instant gravitation. Gravitation. If I don't like get something right away, I think for a lot of people, it's like that way. If you're doing something right away, you're like, oh, this can work. I'm not going right. to do it. When so you think about, just, you know, it's like back to this analogy of going to the gym. If you go to the gym one day and you come home and you flex in the mirror, you know, you're not going to look any different. But if yeah. you go to the gym consistently for 60 days and you mm-hmm. do a before and after, your body's going to be different. Your body's going to be stronger and you're going to feel different. Um, so I, I really encourage people to think about it in the same way they would have exercised where when you go to the gym, you oftentimes feel better right after it's like that high from working out, but you don't see a real material change 
until you start to do it more habitually. Okay. That's a, that's a good analogy. And um, I always like to ask the question since this is called the best of me podcast, but what is something that you have done in your life that has made you a better version? Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's not. (laughs) Meditation is definitely the big one. I think one of the other things is I tend to give myself time away from my phone. Um, Mm -hmm. in the morning, particularly, I like to start my day without my phone. I used to be the type of person that would reach for my phone and be looking at emails and on social media, you know, the second I opened my eyes. And I Mm -hmm. found that that just wasn't setting me up for a great day or a great feeling morning. And so now I'm, I'm really careful with my mornings. I like to really carve out some time for myself before I let all the demands of the day rush in. Mm -hmm. So, um, getting in my morning meditation, you know, making some coffee, having a little breakfast, maybe doing a short workout, but, you know, having an hour or so in the morning to myself before I dive into the phone has been one of the biggest game changers for me. And, um, you know, they say how you start your day is how your day goes. And so I like to start my day doing things that make me feel good versus, you know, seeing what emails there are to answer today. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a good one. That's a very good one. And, um, and how can someone find you or get more information? I know you do offer some meditation classes or coaching? Yeah, I offer, I offer group courses. I offer private courses. I offer uh, meditation coaching and, and guided meditation sessions. The best way to find me is my website, uh, which is emily-kessler.com on Instagram at Emily J. Kess or on TikTok at Emily Meditates. Um, that's where I'm creating the most content right now. And yeah, feel free to reach out to me, DM me, send me an email through my website. I'm always very excited to talk about meditation and just how to, how to make it a reality and how to make it a a practice that works for you. Um, So yeah, get in touch if you're, if you're feeling interested in it. Perfect. And, um, and I'll also list that stuff in the comments too, or in the show descriptions. Um, and then you also said that you can end with a quick little guided practice. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. So if you're listening to this podcast and you are uh, walking or driving, uh, don't close your eyes. <laughs> but if you are able to find a place to sit down and you are able to close your eyes, that would be great. So let's just find a comfortable seat. Uh, we want to be back supported, cozy. You can do this on a couch, on a chair, you can lay down. And once you have a seat that you like, you can go ahead and close your eyes. And we're just going to start by taking two big deep breaths. So let's deeply inhale through our noses, filling up the belly and feeling the chest expand and release it out through your mouth, letting the shoulders fall down the back. And again, in through the nose, filling up the belly, feeling the air come up into the chest, holding at the top. 
and release through the mouth, letting the shoulders slide down the back. And you can let your breath return to its natural rhythm. Just noticing how the body breathes by itself. And we're going to envision a wave of relaxation moving from the top of the head down through the body. So we'll start together up at the tops of our heads. And on our next exhale, we'll start to envision that wave moving down, relaxing the eyes, relaxing the cheeks, unclenching the jaw, elongating the neck, Feeling the shoulders come away from the ears. Moving down the back, feeling the vertebra stack upon the one below it. Gently pressing the spine down with the weight of gravity. Feeling our bodies become heavy in our seat. Feeling the legs, the knees, and the lower legs relax and release any tension. Feeling the arms and the hands become heavy in the lap. Almost as if someone has placed a weighted blanket over our shoulders just inviting any tension that we're holding in the body to release. And we just notice how our body feels when we give it permission to rest. And as we breathe in and out at our own pace, every time that we breathe in, we'll gently think the word in. And every time we breathe out, we'll gently think the word out. And we'll do this for a few moments Thinking in on our inhale and out on our exhale. Every time we think out on the exhale, the body sinks further down, letting go a little more. Whenever the mind wanders, we just invite it back 
to in and out. A few more moments in. And you can let go of thinking anything at all. Again, just noticing how your body feels. And we'll take one last deep breath together. Inhale deeply through your nose, filling up your belly and feeling your chest expand. And as you exhale out your mouth, letting the shoulders slide down the back, body becoming heavy. And as you feel ready, you can flutter the eyes open. And come on back. Thanks everyone for sitting with us. That was just a short guided practice. And the technique that we used, gently thinking in on the inhale and out on the exhale is a technique you can use on your own. This is a great one to try. Um, three, five, 10 minutes, whatever you wanna do. This invokes something in the body called the relaxation response. Uh, the gentle repetition of in and out is similar to the response we get in the body when we are knitting or sewing or jogging. This gentle repetition really helps the body and the mind settle down out of the chaotic thinking we're so often doing and into these deeper states where we feel a bit more peaceful. So I really encourage you to try this technique on your own. And of course, if you have questions or you want to talk about meditation, I'm here and would love to chat with you about it. Great. Thank you so much. That was awesome. I do appreciate that. And thank you. Thanks again, Emily. That meditation practice was amazing. And I definitely will be revisiting I want to thank everybody again for tuning into this episode of the Best of Me podcast. If you have a friend who would enjoy this episode, please share. If you have someone that has been thinking about meditation, it is a great um, place to start. I would love it if you pass it along to anybody who would want to learn more about meditation. Also, don't forget to follow and subscribe. I would appreciate it. And again, my name is Angela Gap, and I want to thank you again for tuning in. It is my dream to become the best of me so you can be the best of you. And maybe I'll just have some fun along the way. See you next time. <laughs>